do you have things that you do for comfort? I think like the things that come to mind for me are drinking a hot cup of coffee or maybe a cup of hot tea. I love green tea and chai tea. Like all those are my favorite. I don't know. There's something about the warm like cup, even in the middle of the summer, I still get a lot of comfort from having a warm beverage, whether it's in the morning, noon, or night. Like if you know me at all, then you know I love my caffeine at any time of the day because it just doesn't really affect me. Maybe this like spoken like a true caffeine addict, right? It doesn't affect me the way it affects normal people. But anyway, I am bringing up comfort today because we need to get uncomfortable. And I'm actually, while I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my chair. I got really comfortable right before we started recording. Like I'm kind of sitting like cross-legged style. I have a pillow in my lap. I feel like basically I'm in a therapy session because we need to talk about patience. And that makes me very uncomfortable because it is something that I struggle with the most personally, professionally. And I found myself writing in my journal today all about patience because it's the thing that I need the most of right now and the thing that I have the least of. And I thought, you know what? I'm switching things up. I'm changing things in the content calendar because if I'm feeling this way, I know that there are other people in this audience going through this as well, and we need to talk about it. So let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? So I've mentioned on the podcast before, um, and I've just talked about this many times, but I am a journaler. Like I write in my journal every single day. I mean, like let's let's like that's overgeneralizing it, right? Like it's not every single day, and I like beat myself up if I don't do it. But for the most part, out of 365 days in a year, I'm writing in this thing at least probably 330 days out of the year. Like I write in my journal pretty habitually and it is something that even if I don't know what to write about, I will write the words, I don't know what to write about today until something comes to mind. And so today I have really been grappling with what is the next move in my podcast? like in my business? What is the next thing on the horizon for Profit Media? And it's funny because if I look back historically, this happens every single year around this same time of year. And the reason is, like as of me recording this, it's September 2021. We are about to wrap up quarter three of the year. And then quarter four always feels like 
you blink and it's New Year's, right? That's really what happens every single year. It is of no surprise that as soon as September happens, we roll right into October, November, you wake up, it's Christmas, and then it's like, oh my gosh, I haven't done my New Year's resolutions for the year. This happens every single year. And so I start getting this restlessness around September as I begin to think of, okay, how am I going to hit my goals for this year, right? Because presumably I haven't hit every single goal I set out for 2021. And so it's like that mad dash of how do I get to the end? How can I like hit the biggest goals that I can? How can I like cram a whole bunch of stuff into the last few months of the year to hit my goals that I set either in December of last year or January of this year? So I know this about myself, and I'm very glad to have the self-awareness that this is what happens. Otherwise, I would be very frustrated and overwhelmed. And um, I think that I realized this probably about two years ago when this whole process started of what I'm doing in my business today. And so I kind of just have more white space in my calendar to think about the end of the year and to prepare and to plan for next year. And I just have to tell y'all, like like I said in the beginning, I know that I'm not the only one who is feeling this way, but I am so impatient. I am. And I wish that I wasn't. I wish that, you know, I want to call it like a character flaw. A character defect is something that I want to be massively successful yesterday. <laughs> I know. It's, I, think, I feel like it's one of those things we shouldn't even say out loud. But the truth is, is that patience is actually a huge quality to have. And it's something to practice. And so anytime I start feeling impatient, there's always something at like the root of the issue. It's not just, oh, you're being impatient. There's either comparison going on, there's imposter syndrome going on, there's like I've lost sight of gratitude and being grateful for the process and everything that's happened up to this point. And so I wrote in my journal this morning, it's imagine this, it's like 5.30 in the morning, I'm sitting down with my coffee and my dog Wally, this is our Boston Terrier. He is literally connected to me like at the hip. He is always right by my side in the morning. And so he'll snuggle up on the couch with me. I'm like either in my robe or my pajamas and I have this big fluffy blanket. Y'all, I'm all about the comfort stuff. I already told you this. Like I'm a sucker for a good fuzzy blanket. I'm kind of a hoarder of blankets. We have so many in this house and the kids know like which ones like, oh, that's mama's blanket. Like that fuzzy blanket, that's mom's. So I love this routine of mine where I get my hot cup of coffee, I go and I sit down and I'm preparing to write for the day. And sometimes I'll wake up and I have a thought, and y'all know this, if you've been around here for a while, you've been on my email list, you know I handwrite my emails. This is something that I have done since the very beginning, like since 2017, I have handwritten my emails. 
And this blows people's minds. Now, not every single email I've ever written is, you know, a handwritten email or, you know, a a letter first, because I always call my love letters to my audience. But most of them are. I would say about 90% of emails that I send to my email list are handwritten first, and then I will transfer it to a digital format, whether it's straight to, you know, ConvertKit or a Google Doc. So if I know I have to write an email that day, then that's what I'll do. I'll think of, okay, what's the topic? What's the subject? And then I'll just get after it and start writing. But this morning, as like I'm literally talking about this happened today when I'm recording this, I kept thinking I want to have a million dollar business. It's the thought that I've had on my mind for a while, ever since I started. And it was, um, it's been an aspirational thing. It's like, man, I would just be so incredible to have a million dollar business. There's a lot of other, you know, people in the online space. They have million dollar businesses. Some of my mentors, some people that I've looked up to, and some are people that I consider my peers. And they started around the same time that I did. And they have a million dollar business. And so I just kept thinking, this is something that you wanted, right? It's an aspirational thing from when I first started. But now the mindset, the thought in my brain switched to why don't you have a million dollar business? Ooh, I told y'all we're getting we're getting out of our comfort zone today. Like this makes me a little squirrely, like a little squirmy to even talk about this because it is something that is I feel like not talked about a lot in our space. And I think that we need to address it and talk about it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Brene Brown. I've read. Gosh, I think I've read all of her books. If she, if Brene Brown has put it out, it's likely I have read it. And she talks about, um, you know, shame and fear and like all the different things that are associated with shame. And I remember in one of her books, it was talking about, maybe it was Daring Greatly or The Gifts of Imperfection. Um, like I said, yeah, I've read all of these. They're so good. Braving the Wilderness is another fantastic book. Like, just go get all her books on Audible because they're fantastic. But she talks about one of the key components to shame is not speaking it out loud. It's almost like you're feeding the monster when you keep all these thoughts and ideas to yourself and you don't share them with other people. And so in me talking about this today, about being impatient, about the goals, the dreams, the aspirations that I've had, and then kind of some of the mindset things, I feel like I'm giving light to it, right? So it's not just this thing that I'm like trapped thinking about by myself, but it's also something that I'm sharing with you in hopes that if you have these same thoughts and feelings all the things that you won't feel alone in that. I think there's a lot of power in, um, I was watching, I was looking at um, Instagram Reels today, or actually I was just on Instagram, and I happened to come across this one of Sarah Blakely. Y'all, I just about died laughing, and I also felt 
I felt she's never been more relatable to me ever than in this moment. So Sarah Blakely, she's the founder of Spanx. I'll link to her Instagram account in the show notes, but y'all have to go follow her. She's just so real. And she's also a mom of four kids and she's, you know, a billionaire and she's just motivational and inspirational on so many different levels. But she posted a video. Oh my gosh, y'all. Like I said, never felt more seen and more relatable in my life. But she posted a video. She has her laptop on her desk. It's like all stacked up on some books, much like you would see any of us, right? Just making it work. And she's doing this presentation and she starts using her hands and she knocks over what looked like at least a half glass of water. It wasn't a full-blown glass of water, but it was like a pretty decent size glass of water in her lap and she does not miss a beat she keeps going like she is just like okay you know like blah 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 and she's talking and she knocks over this whole cup of water into her lap it's like literally running off the desk like you can see there is water and she keeps going like talk about next level pro level she's probably on a call with hundreds, if not thousands of people that she's giving an inspirational, motivational speech to, and she knocks over a freaking glass of water in her lap, and she doesn't miss a beat. She just keeps going. She keeps going. Because the reason why I want to share that story today is because going back to the shame and the ridiculous things that we think of in our mind, if she hadn't shared that, Like, she's not trying to show everybody she's perfect. She's like, y'all, I spilled a whole glass of water while I'm giving this big presentation. But, you know, pardon my language, but shit happens, right? (laughs) Shit happens. And sometimes you just have to keep going and you have to say, okay, um, I, like, this happened. This happened to me and I'm living through it. We're going through this together. I'm just going to keep going. And I'm just going to brush the water in the floor and not worry about it because, you know, stuff happens. So anyway, the whole point of everything, I feel like I'm going on like five different tangents today. And I do want to wrap this up with telling you a little about why I've been feeling extra impatient and overwhelmed with not being where I thought I should be at this point in my career. I have been telling myself things like, you don't have enough followers on social media and you only have 3,000 subscribers on YouTube and your email list needs to be bigger. All of these things, like this imposter syndrome, like these things that you aren't supposed to say to yourself, right? Like everybody in the personal development space is like, oh, you know, you don't need to say these things. Comparison is is a illness and it's like it's something that runs rampant in our, you know, industry, blah, blah, blah. And I kept telling myself, that doesn't happen to me. I don't tell myself those things. But I was lying to myself. Of course I do. I will look at someone who's been in this space, like I said, the same amount of time that I have, and they have 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I say, you're not good enough because you don't have as many as they do. Or you're not hitting these lists of, you know, entrepreneurs, intru- uh, entrepreneurs, <laughs> I was going to say influencers, but it just kind of did a weird word smash there. 
you're not hitting these lists because they got started one month sooner than you did. You're not doing enough. You need to put out more content. You need to work harder. You need to hustle. You need to do all these things. Like all this just, it's crap, y'all. It is total crap. Because at the end of the day, what matters is, are you doing work that matters? That's really all that this boils down to. So whenever I look at being impatient and the things that I need to do and I need to hustle and do all these other things that my brain, my mindset is telling me, the truth is I can look at where I am today and go back to the person that I was when I started this business. And if I were to tell her, right, if I were to sit down to little old me back in 2019 and tell her all of the things that I've accomplished this year alone, I'd blow her mind, blow her mind, like seriously, above and beyond anything we could have imagined back in 2019, I would have blown her mind. And the reason why I say 2019 is because that's when I made the hard pivot to teaching podcasting, to really going full out in this online space. And I got to be really honest with y'all. I know I've talked a few times about like, life changes and transitions here on the podcast, but I've only been doing this full time since August 17th, 2021. I know that sounds crazy, but let me back up. My youngest son just started kindergarten this August. I have been doing this part time for two years. He's been home with me Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and therefore I could only really do my business full-time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which I don't know why I said full-time. That's obviously, that's only part-time, but I've only been all in in working on my business five days a week for about a month and a half as of me recording this. And so for me to say, you're being impatient. You should be further along right now. You should be all these other things, right? You should. You're shooting all over yourself. <laughs> I love I love that quote. I don't know who came up with that, but I think that it's so good <laughs> because it's true. I'm telling myself you should be doing all these things, but at the end of the day, I have to ask, are you creating something that's valuable for other people? Are you sticking true to the values that you have for yourself. And I'll share a little bit about my values, but one of the things that I've built my business on is I refuse to go into debt for my business. My business has never been in debt, ever, and I just vow to keep it that way, which is why I have cycled through working with some contractors here and there. I don't have any full-time employees. I don't have any part-time employees as of right now because I'm a firm believer in I'm not going to hire out or pay for a good service if I can do it myself and keep the business out of debt. I edit my own videos. I edit my own podcast. I create all my captions. I do all my website stuff. Like, And this really surprises people. People will say, well, in order for you to grow, you need to outsource. You need to focus on the things that you know are in your business that only you can do. Yes, I totally agree. I think that that's really smart. But at the same time, I'm not willing to go into debt to do those things. I would rather grow 
at the speed of cash, at the speed of what I can handle, what I can take on. So all of those ideas of, well, you don't have enough followers, you don't have enough subscribers, you don't have a big enough email list, I think I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And usually that's the hardest thing to hear. And that kind of feeds into the impatience, right? Is when someone tells you, you're right where you're supposed to be, you're doing the right things, you're making progress, you're doing all the, all the things, like you're ticking all the boxes, it kind of just pisses you off, doesn't it? It's just like, oh, that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear like success is right around the corner or just keep at it. Like you're only a week away from making this big breakout or, you know, whatever the case may be. But the truth is, patience really is a virtue. Patience is a value. Patience is a principle and a self-awareness that you have to have in order to keep going. It truly, truly is. None of this comparison stuff, none of this imposter syndrome or telling yourself you're not good enough, you're not doing this quickly enough, or you should have, you know, shooting all over yourself again. Don't do it. Stop it. Stop being so impatient. So I really just wanted to come on today and give you the tough love talk that I feel like I needed this. I needed this probably more than anybody here today, but I have learned over time that if I have a certain feeling or if someone in our audience asks one question, there's probably 20 other people that are feeling this as well. So I wanted to share with you just some of my thought processes around being impatient and what that looks like and how I work through it by getting a clearer picture of what, like, knock all of the fluffy stuff aside. Like, take all the subscribers, all the followers, all the downloads. Like, forget all that stuff. Are you creating content that is valuable to your audience? And are you having fun doing it? Those are the questions to ask. Those are the things that we should be focusing on. But that's all I have for you today. So this was just a tough love episode that I feel like we all needed to hear today, especially me. But you can go to the show notes at crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 292 to check out some of the things that we talked about, get some highlights around the books that we talked about, y'all. If you need something to read, if you're like, I really wish I had some good audiobooks, Brene Brown. Anything Brene Brown, go now, run, grab it, all of them, all of the above. They are all incredible and you need to go check them out ASAP. So I'm going to link to those in the show notes. But that's all I have for you today. Like I said, go to crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 292. And as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. Somewhere.